Sweet. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode five of Dialogue Options. How y'all doing? I hope you all spoke to your respective listening devices then. I mean, we'll, know, doing, we'll, we'll know if they didn't, to be honest. <laughs> we always find out. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm, I'm good myself. Pretty good. good. How about you? How are you doing? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. We're recording a little bit earlier tonight. That's nice. Not much earlier, but a little bit earlier. I mean, we started earlier, but we got yeah. bogged down when we actually were going over what to discuss and we found some things we weren't expecting. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's very true. We've got some surprises, which is... This is nice. Uh, and also, we're not playing Overwatch tonight, which is which is also helps. We are talking about Overwatch again, though, because yeah. it is forever a mainstay in our life at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta talk about what you know, and we kind of know Overwatch a little bit. Well, a little bit. Just, yeah, we're, we're okay. We've been humbled a little bit in the last few days, but we'll... <laughs> Alrighty, well, let's, let's jump into it. Uh what have you been playing, Kyron? What have you been playing this week? Look, um, I'll be completely honest. I haven't really been playing anything hardcore like on its own yeah. this week so far. I'm mostly, in all honesty, playing the waiting game. I'm mm. waiting for I Am Setsuna, Song of the Deep, Hyperlight Drifter, No oh, Man's Sky. Like, There's a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah. So I've been dabbling in Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, which we'll ah. talk about when because you've been playing it too. Yeah, well, let's talk about it now. Like, because okay, uh, right, I've been playing right. it as well. So right. let's, let's let's jump into let's it. Dive in. We sort of we've doubled up a little bit without what we've been playing because we've sort of been playing the same things. It's this kind week. of a lull at the moment, like a brief yeah. lull. Um, yeah. So I picked it up obviously for the same reasons you did. I'd heard mm-hmm. good things about it, uh, Persona like. Uh, so mm. far, not disappointed in that aspect. Um, it it has a lot of character. I can see. Yep. A lot of tropes that are in there as well, which again I've come to expect from the JRPG territory at this point, because basically yeah. it's anime, right? Um, but yeah, like the battle, the combat system is actually pretty good. That's my biggest draw so far. I kind of love like, the combat system. Yeah, I like that you have. It's, it's kind of important where your units are often placed. It gives yep. more strategy to the system, and I like the fact that you're like especially with like special moves and things like that. Like it actually moves you around the battle arena yeah you well, just go back to the same spot like it, it'll actually if you if it's like a dash forward attack it'll actually move you to the other side of the the arena so it's almost like a strategic way of like trying to place to attack and place your units on the other side as well which is cool yeah and i'll have you know that that's also again this is not the game's fault this is my fault it's also screwed me as well like oh. i was i was fighting a pack of relatively strong enemies and i did a dash forward attack which was fine oh. i damaged all three of them Yep, and I, I broke their line and was sitting on the other side. Um, didn't expect the very next thing that all three of those enemies did would be attack my hero, just out there on his own. Oh, <laughs> it was bad. He no. he went down very quickly because the mage couldn't quite reach him at that range. Like he could only. <sighs> so basically, there's two circles. There's like a movement circle to where you can reach the edge of. And then an action circle, and he was outside of a range of the action circle, so he kind of just went down. Uh, so again, it's a cool feature, and I like that it makes me be more careful, except yep. for when I'm not more careful. It it helps. It's it's kind of the same way that I like um, different reasons, but why I like this sort of the Mario and Luigi RPGs is that you can't just sort of like mash the X button and just go through. It's like all right, I just want to attack, 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 attack. 
it's like it's like all right attack oh oh shit no like you said i'm on the other side of the map i'm outside of the attack zone now i'm gonna get i'm dead cool awesome um on on the like the little the little low level guys you can definitely mash them that's no problem but yeah against bosses uh i'm finding myself it actually reminds me a lot in that regard just to be on a bit of a tangent of the tales series which again not entirely the same because there's a lot more freedom of movement in that game okay but again like placement and knowing how and what your attack radiuses are very important and yeah i kind of dig the combat that's probably my biggest takeaway from the game so far well like it's kind of i haven't played them but from things like you know i think 12 and 13 like final fantasy 12 and 13 where you're sort of like wandering around and still doing like you know essentially turn based and waiting for your attack time but you can move more freely around the arena whereas it's sort of like the in-between between like traditional JRPG from however many years ago and that. It's like an in-between phase. Yeah, almost. the Final Fantasy twelve vibes are definitely there because, again, that is... It's probably my second favourite Final Fantasy combat system, even right. though it's basically just an MMO combat system. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like much like in that, you can move around pretty freely. You've got like attack lines so you know who you're targeting and all that sort of stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13, though... Um, <sighs> it's okay we don't have to talk about that it's fine i'm just gonna like that combat system is nothing like that because you have no fun or freedom in that game right oh, okay <laughs> but yeah so um trials of cod still i'm very much enjoying i haven't gotten very far into the story yet no likewise so i'm sort of just just uh playing in a shallow end of the pool so far yep i think i'm about like seven hours in maybe i'm um, maybe five yeah. if that i've I've just um, i've just solved a mystery right okay for a market <laughs> that's, that's i've funny. just gone off to i i'm going on my first day of field field tests oh the field study yeah the field yeah. study that's, okay. um, i'm i'm just about to leave on that i'm at the train station so i literally just finished that so you're not far behind me ah uh, okay cool but um yes. so far i'm enjoying it it's really good. I need to spend more time with the characters to really get to know them because so far yeah. they do seem pretty one-dimensional, but that could change. Like, because again, the, the, even the Persona characters feel pretty plain at first, but when you really yeah. get to know them, it adds layers to them. So I'm hoping that happens here too. It, it follows that thing of like, like Persona does as well, where they're all just sort of the one uh, stereotype, essentially. Yeah, basically. It's like, this is the girl, but she's sort of like, you know... She's like, oh, wants to be with the boys, a bit of a tomboy, rough and tumble. And there's the other girl who wants to be taken seriously in a business that's, you know, predominantly dominated by men. And then there's the guy who's a little bit of a dork, but he's lovable because of that. And yeah. And then there's the guy who has an issue with the class system. <laughs> yeah. That got oh, real. that guy. Fucking Machias. Yeah, he's, he's got to chill. <laughs> yeah. Machias and Yusus need to just calm this shit. Um, <laughs> they are not friends. I'm sick of their bullshit already, but already. At least, at least, like the character you play as Ren and uh, that girl have sorted out their dif- their differences already. Oh, Alisa, Alisa. Yeah, Alisa. Yeah, I like her. She's good. She she is definitely a character that I'm probably going to enjoy. Yeah. Even Same. if even if the first thing she did to my character was smack him in the face for something yep. that was clearly out of his control. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the female characters I think are, are a lot stronger than. Well, stronger. I say stronger, but I mean like a lot more likable i think than the, the male characters the male characters are probably more one-dimensional yeah. than the female characters uh from what i could tell at this point anyway but like you said with persona you know time will tell if that changes yeah so basically the reason i've been playing is to get ready for the sequel which is coming out 
but I was disappointed to find out it's still PS3 and Vita only. Yeah. I was hoping for a PS4 version, but yeah, ah, no such luck. See, I'm okay because I, I, my Vita at the moment is just it's it's indie roguelikes and JRPGs. That's what I use it for, and that's great because they're the type of games that I will sit up in bed. Like if I'm like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I'm not watching anything on TV. I'll go to bed and I'll sit there and I'll play a roguelike for three hours or I'll play a JRPG for four hours, um, and not sleep. But uh, or if I'm sitting on the couch or if, you know whatever, like they're the type of games that I like playing those games in those settings. So it's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. But I mean. Obviously, a PS4 version would be nice. Yeah, like, I have nothing against the Vita, honestly. It's good, but I just prefer, especially for a JRPG, I want to play it on the big screen. I want to be looking at my TV. Like, it's not the sort of game I want to be staring at my little Vita screen, especially if it's a game that I really want to enjoy, because if I'm playing a handheld, I can get pretty easily distracted by something, honestly. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. I, that, that does hurt me sometimes a little bit. Um, I, it actually hurt me in Trials of Cold Steel, because... Uh-huh. Um, the first quiz question you get. Oh, did you get yeah. it wrong? Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't get it wrong. Oh, okay. But Elisa helped me. Oh, okay. So that... It was like a tutorial one. That wasn't avoidable then, because I got it right, because I'm uh, super smart. Yeah, so it was... Uh, yeah, I wasn't paying attention, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, just no. listen, listen. I looked up for a second, looked back down, and it was like, you have to answer this question now. What is your... I'm like, what? Come on, oh, bro. shit. You, you played Persona. You know that in these situations, you'll be asked questions as you go. I know, I know. Hey, it's been a little while since I've played Persona, so I, I, uh, I'd sort of dropped the ball on that one. But yeah, it, it was good because it was almost like, a, like I said, a tutorial one because Elizabeth was sitting next to me and she sort of slid a note over with the answer, and I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's this one actually. Which I was like, oh yeah. Funnily enough, like even like I was wondering what because I got it right, but I looked, yep. I looked at the, the scene after that. She had the answer written down, and she was going to show me anyway. Oh. So I was really good. I'm like, why is she? I got the answer right. I don't need to know. But I guess that's why she did it because well, she tells you if you get it wrong. That's interesting to know if that those sort of things will happen later in the game with like, you know, branching. I mean, it's not much that's going to impact on the storyline too much, but it's it's cool to know that there are different plans, for the different storylines or arcs for yeah, certain the, things. the outcomes happen. can be slightly the different. The outcomes. That's what I was looking for. I'm just, I, I did a dumb. <laughs> did a um, dumb. But yeah, so I'm enjoying that so far. And apart from that, I'm like millions of other people, uh, sucked into the world of Pokemon Go. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll touch on that in a second. Yeah. But um, what about um, you, Joel? What have you been playing? Um, well, yeah, like you, I've been waiting for a whole thing. You just reminded me that Hyperlight Drift is coming out in two weeks Soon, for PS4. Joel. I'm Soon. so excited. I'm gonna play so much of that game. I'm gonna just gonna just gonna overtake my life. I'm I'm I, I'm I'm until like until tonight, it just dawned on me how actually excited I am to play that game. I saw it was in like a bundle on one of the bundle sites that I follow, and I was like, oh, I could I could maybe pick it up. Nope, no, no, wait, I wait because so controller, TV, trophies, yeah. I'll be I'll be fine, um, but speaking of trophies, uh, apart from playing Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel, like Kyron, uh I've been playing, like I said last week, Persona Four: Dancing All Night, which I just oh, I love it. I love it so much, I, and I think it's it's if it wasn't a Persona game, I wouldn't love it as much, even though it is a rhythm game. But because it is a Persona game, I'm spending more time with these characters that I genuinely love i i love these characters so much like it 
it makes me like it almost makes me well up with tears about how excited I am to just talk about these characters because I love them so much. Um, and I mean, oh god, the songs are so good. I hadn't played a whole lot of it last week. Uh, I've now finished the game and I got my platinum trophy today. Congratulations! So, uh, thank you. Feeling pretty happy with that one. Um, but like all the songs are amazing. Like. And oh, it's just really good. I, I was going to say something, but it, it, it's to do with the ending. But just the music is great. And the remixes of the songs, you're like, at first you'll be like, oh, okay, cool. And then like the lyrics will kick in or the, the, the musical hook of the song will come in. And you're like, oh, it's that song from, oh, I remember now. Because I don't remember the names of all the songs from the original soundtrack. Oh, wait, of uh, course. So now, because I, I remember last week I was telling you that you're going to really like the last song. Yes. Yeah. It was, yes. It's great. Like, I love the oh. way they brought everyone into it. Because, again, my biggest complaint throughout the entire game was as much as I loved it, I'm like, why am I always just paired up? Yep. But that, that song, the last part, was I, great. Again, like, and going back to welling up with tears of excitement, I, I got a little, like, I got so excited. And as soon as that song started, I was like, yes, I've been waiting for this. Um and the other so thing is, since you got the platinum, that means you've also watched the extensive, extensive endings as well. Yeah, so the the the, the, the prequel and the uh, the other little bit at the end as well. So yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. It's a nice like way. To, it, it's a nice way to say goodbye. To the it, it was forecast. yeah. I am. Um, I may have even I, okay. I know you told me not to go to the DLC, like to the uh, DLC. I warned you, Joel. I didn't buy anything. There are okay? some free songs on there. Yeah, I found one of them, and it's it was the best one, and I didn't have to buy any more or like download any more because it was the best one. Uh, it was the live version of the end song. I don't want to say what it is, but I mean, I suppose it doesn't really matter. I mean, I would say it's not really a spoiler. No, it's not. I'm- like it's 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 a, a live. The, the end song is uh, "Reach Out to the Truth," which is like the song that just gets stuck in my head anytime I think about Persona. Which, go and um, listen to it if you haven't played Persona oh, 4. It's a great it's song. so good. It is just the best song. It's got just... Oh, oh my God. I'm at a loss for words of how amazing it is. Thank you, but, uh, Shoji Meguro. Meguro. Fuck, yes. Just a great composer. Thanks oh. for some amazing music. And it's just... It's different, too. Because, like, I mean, Persona 4 is a different jrpg as it is in terms of like setting and storyline and well not even storyline but like the setting and the way that the characters interact and things like that is a little bit different it's a little bit more light-hearted in some aspects um and to have it sort of reflected with sort of like a more contemporary soundtrack as well is the mm. closest comparison i can think of which again it's, it's something that didn't occur to me until for, for way too long but um i love the persona soundtracks for basically the same reason i fucking love the music to The World Ends With You. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Same, same deal. It's like, you know, JRPG. It had the added bonus of having, like, a different control scheme as well. Like such a, really, a good game. Oh, my God. It is such a good game. Square, square. Come on. If you're out there listening, us. give me something, anything. Just put it up on, like, just put it up on, like, the 3DS just well, to download. Well, no, like, it won't be on the 3DS because the Wii U gets the DS games. And that's fine. Oh, Do that's... that. Yeah, I, yeah, it's fine because it'll work too. It'll still work. Just let me buy it again. I have a copy uh, on DS, but oh, I just I need to give more money to that game. Every time I like, I've seen some in the wild, and I'm like, I could just, I could just drop like sixty, seventy dollars on it. I see it's, it occasionally in Melbourne down at Critical yeah, Hit. And like, yes, get it next time you see it. Or I'll I well, I was you. actually there yesterday, and I didn't, and I'm sort of like, yeah, 
I was hunting for Persona 4 stuff, actually. In 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 particular, I was hunting for uh, Risei Kujikawa uh, figurines. I didn't find any, unfortunately. Risei is bae. Risei is bae. Maybe um, for you, John. Maybe for you. <laughs> it's okay. I respect everyone's decisions. Okay, look. Here's the re- I'm gonna t- I'm going to lay it out right now. Okay. Okay. I don't hate her, or I don't not pick her for any real reason in particular. My biggest grudge with her is that goddamn trophy that the Persona 4 Vita game expects me to get. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I have to listen to all those navigation lines, and there's just so many random ones that are hard to get. I just It drove me insane. Yep. So, See, I haven't gone for the platinum in that, so I, I, that's why I love her so much. I don't know why I love her so much. She's but a great character, and her story, awesome. even though I can't relate to it, is endearing. But it's great. That yeah. Trophy drove me insane. It's it's on a different level, but it is sort of slightly relatable still, which is cool. Um, but it's okay. Okay, Yukiko's Yukiko's lovely as well. Not just Yukiko, yeah. man. Like Yukiko was the one I chose, but even Chie and yeah. Well, I know I know our, our good friend Josh over at uh, OK Games is a big Chie fan. So good, good on you. Chie is lovely. She's great. I love Chie her. Is She's fun. She's got some hilarious moments in that game. Great. Um, but yeah, Persona 4, Dancing All Night. If you haven't played it and you have played Persona 4, you, you need to play it. It's it's great, just for the music alone. Um, the storyline, like I said last week, is a bit, eh, it's all over the shop. But it is, like you said, Kyron, a really nice way to send off these characters and sort of say goodbye to them. Yeah. I mean, I haven't known them as long as maybe you, but like it's 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 a great way to say goodbye to these characters and go, that I've... I have not been this emotionally attached to characters in such a long time. Not even things like Uncharted. Like, this, these characters actually mean something to me. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it was nice to say goodbye to them. Um, and if you haven't played Persona 4, go and please just go and play it. It's, even if you don't play JRPGs, I don't, I didn't play many JRPGs before that. And it changed my damn mind on them. I just had to play the right one that sort of clicked with me. And it was, I think it was just, me personally, it clicked with me. So, um, but yeah, it's great. So good. Go play it. Yes. Ah, uh, but also, uh, that leads us into our next thing. Cause as you said, Kyron, like the millions of other people in the world now, slowly in the world as it's slowly releasing. It just came out in the UK today. So yes. And Germany as well, I think. Oh, okay. Mm, I think I read somewhere that Germany got it this week as well. So, nice. um, yeah. So Europe's, Europe's getting it now. Uh, Pokemon Go. The worldwide phenomenon. Joel, and we're Pokemon trainers now. We are. It happened. Like, legit Pokemon trainers. It took 20 years. Like, we could actually walk outside and find Pokemon. Well, some people can walk outside and find Pokemon. I have to walk about 2K before I find any Pokemon. I walk at my front door and I trip over Sandshrews. That's my life now. I, I, I'm sitting in my house and there's just nothing. It's like a barren wasteland until I walk down the road a little bit right near the river that I live nearby. And then it's like Magic Carp City, which is fine because I want a Gyarados. So, well, fucking settle in, man. Oh, it's still... four hundred Magic Carp candies. Four hundred Magic Carp candies. Jesus. Um, but it's it's so good. It's I, I haven't even been playing it that much to be honest. Like I've I've I played every now and then, but uh, I've sort of haven't specifically gone out all that much just for Pokemon hunting. Like I went to the city yesterday, and my phone started to die a little bit, so. Um, and I was sort of juggling a few things, so I didn't have a chance really to sort of get stuck in and catch a whole lot of stuff. But, I mean, my wife and I went out on Monday 
on her day off and my day off we were like yep let's let's go and she'd already been that morning for like a 5k walk because she hatched an egg and then i she's like I, I woke up and she's like do you want to go for another walk i'm like another one she's like yeah i've already been out today i'm like okay cool so we went on another walk we almost found a slow bro there was one there was a slow bro somewhere and there was like a group of people around trying to find it we couldn't fucking find it anywhere and hang on i just want to pull it up for a second that's the stuff i love yep like i went out to a lake around this place like on, on saturday evening because i was like oh get some takeout my housemates were out for the evening i was like ah, let's, let's cruise bendigo catch some pokemon yep. and um <laughs> i was just out of a lake and just congregations of people just chatting and it's like oh there's this pokemon over there and all that sort of stuff and it was just man it's really cool it's it's amazing like i i haven't had many interactions with like random people uh, the one that I had though was on on Monday when we went for this walk. We were we were walking up this hill to go see. There was a gym on top of the hill. We thought we'll go check it out. And it was a yellow gym because you know team instinct for life. Well, hang on now. Be careful because <laughs> we don't want to get dragged into that war. Look, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not starting a shitstorm. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying I am I am. We are team instinct. That is who we are alleged to. There's, that that is our thing. To be almighty um, Zapdos. I feel a little... Yeah, exactly. Because Zapdos is fucking awesome. I, um, I, I'm i not trying to buy into the whole argument of who is better. Uh, I do get a little offended when, you know, Team Yellow is sort of likened to the the, the dumb little child sitting in the corner. You've seen like, that picture, haven't you? I've seen... Oh, which one? There's well, so many. I'm talking about the one where it's got Team Valor and Team Mystic fighting and Team Instincts just sitting down eating some glue. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I saw another one with like two teams going into battle. It was like like red and blue, and then it was from a show or something. And then like they just plastered over the, the logos, and then it was like they all sort of stop in the middle before they all clash into each other. And like a, a duck walks through and just going quack 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 and just walks through the whole thing. And it's team yellow. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But but yeah, like I mean, I'm not to be honest. I'm in it for catching the Pokemon anyway. Yeah, but, me too. Like that's what I'm in it for. Mm. But we'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll get the gyms later when yeah, exactly. blue and red drop off. Yeah, it's fine when they've when they've slaughtered each other. It's fine. Um, but yeah, we're walking up this hill to this gym because they've just been taken over by yellow. I was like, great, we'll go and check out and see who's there. Maybe we'll train a little bit there and, and uh, try and bump up the prestige of the of the gym. And as we're walking along, it's just me and my wife, and then we saw another group because we, we we saw heaps of people just out, just with their head in their phones, like they're playing. They're playing. They're playing, obviously. It's, yeah. Because it's obvious you can tell. And uh, this group of four people come down with their phones and they sort of looked up at us and we looked at them and then we just sort of kept walking past. And as we walked past, one of them just goes, Team Yellow! And we we're like, yeah, Team Yellow! And we, it was, so my only like real interaction that I've had was with another Team Yellow people. They're like, we just took over a gym on the top of that hill. If you've got some strong Pokemon, go chuck them up there. We're like, we're already on our way up there. No worries. We've we got it. We've got it under control. Um, it was great. It's it's really cool like to see people connecting like that. And I mean, like, there's uh, well, there's an article here that was on uh, the Triple J Hack website about uh, talking about how it, it's good for people with like mental health issues and stuff, like people who don't generally like leaving the house or dealing with crowds or meeting new people even it's because they're going oh, i want to go out and catch pokemon i've got to go out to do it 
I mean, it's a um, good motivator. <laughs> it is. Like, I mean, it's a good motivator for exercise. It's a good motivator for like, the mental health thing. You know, you never know. You could make a new friend while you're out, like someone that you, two years down the track, becomes a really close friend of yours. Like, you never know. Could be your future husband or wife. You know, you never, you never, never know. And um, it's cool that these people are getting out and for the most part being really great. And I mean, all like, you know, shit talking aside and whatnot, when it comes down to it, that is just shit talking. It's not, there's nothing malicious behind it whatsoever. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's just a bit of fun. We're all Pokemon um, trainers. Yeah, exactly. We're all in this together. And I mean, once they, like, I mean, they've already talked about launching, like trading with people and things like that. When that happens, that's, that's going to be like next level stuff. I mean, that's crazy cool. Um, but yeah, it's great. Like there are people like getting out and you know, like there's some people that there's, on this article they have like they've, they've posted a couple of tweets from people and it's like someone's like i don't care if pokemon go is dead in two weeks the phenomenon of all these people interacting in today's society is incredible and uplifting in all seriousness there's another one in all seriousness pokemon go is one of the greatest things that has happened to my mental health like that that statement alone is just mind-blowing like th- this silly little ar game there's not even a game it's an experience more than anything i guess has brought people together and helped them overcome things. And it just, it really lightens my heart. Yeah. It, it's, it's been, it's been something special. I feel like mm. I said, I'd be other day, uh, not the same night I went to the lake because again, I can't stop tracking these damn monsters down. I, the, the next night, I think it was, I was driving around and I dropped a lure module at a poker stop. <laughs> just mostly so I was like I'll catch some Pokemon but I was also curious I'm like if I do this I wonder like how long it'll take people to start to turn up and it took about I think maybe five ten-ish minutes but then I started to have cars pulling up next to me people would just I just swarmed it once it was there it's just like oh this is yep. great bringing people yep. in it's brilliant and, and like the whole lure module thing as well I mean even like businesses are getting behind that because they know it's such a big thing and so many people are playing it that you know, if if a Pokestop is a if a business is a Pokestop, people are doing like specials. It's like three dollar coffee. Come in and show us that you're playing Pokemon Go and checking in. It's essentially like checking in on Facebook. Like it's good publicity for them as well. It's it's really cool. It's it's bringing it's bringing in foot traffic. And yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, there are some places that may not be okay with it. No, and that sucks. But hey, like Niantic, who were the amazing people who made this. Um, mm. They offer you the option, like, if you don't want to be a Pokestop or, like, whatever the equivalent was in Ingress, the other game that this was sort of, like, built onto. Yeah, um, yeah. You can, you can submit a, a request, I'm pretty sure, and get taken off as well, which is good. Yeah, and I think they've opened that up to public as well, that you can jump on and if there's some way that you think should be a Pokestop, you can request it and they'll, they'll take it into consideration, which I think is great. It's a cool idea. Yep. Um, but, I mean, look... With so many people playing, there's there's always going to be some negatives as well, uh, which which sucks. I mean, but it was unavoidable, unavoidable really, especially with this type of game experience, whatever we're calling it. Um, it's it, it's unavoidable because you're you're out, you're trying to go places, you're trying to, but you're also looking at your phone. Yeah. Um, and some people have been ignoring the. Uh, Gyarados' friendly warnings at the start of the game. I mean, it's pretty clear. That that guy at the intro splash screen is going to walk straight into that thing. Yep. He's going to get, like, hyper-beamed or something. Yeah. It's Gyarados, man. 
Yeah, and, and regardless, he should be looking up so he can catch the fucking thing. Like, come it's true. on, they've come got on, to, mate. They've got to be out there somewhere, right? Like, I hope so. Because four hundred magic up candies is a lot. Well, it, it's cool. I, I like that though. They, they didn't make it easy oh, for oh, you. Yeah, like, I know because you know it's a, it's a tough slog in a normal Pokemon game. Um, but I mean, like you've only got to look at like news headlines, and because it's the news, they're always going to latch onto the the negatives more than the positives for well, the most especially part, especially when it comes to games. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, in Sydney, there's a as a Sydney suburb. Uh, where is it? Roads in Sydney. Uh, there was a hotspot there around a, a an apartment block, and like there's a there's a photo on the article I'm looking at, and there's probably like 150, 200 people all just there um, around this hotspot, and they're saying like people were there until like two or three in the morning. Because there were so many lure modules on it, and people were just staying there trying to catch Pokemon, and and which is great for the game and great for the people playing the game, but not so great for the the residents of the apartment block. Um, some of them weren't too happy with it, uh, and decided to take matters into their own hands. Um, apart from calling the police as well, they also uh, decided that throwing water bombs onto the players was a good idea. Um, Bad idea, like yeah, like just a, a douchebag thing to do, really. Call the police, fine, because then the police can come along and go, hey, guys, come on. And then everyone goes, oh, yeah, fair enough. Like, cool, that's not a problem. We'll, we'll move on. It is, like, 3.30 in the morning. Let's let's move on to another place or let's go home, whatever. Um, and let's also I mean, not forget, like, um, the other downside to the water bombs. And it's winter over here. Oh, yeah. It's already really cold. Yep. It's freezing. We just had, like, a massive cold snap this last week, especially it's in Victoria. Insane. It's just can you imagine cold. like being hit by a water bomb in mm. this weather like it'd be the worst and it just it's kind of just a bit too cruel if you ask me it's uh it's ugh, yeah i mean <laughs> I, I understand if the apartment inhabitants were frustrated because like it's a lot yeah. of people and like if they're there too late and they're being too loud fair yep. enough but taking matters into your own hands like that kind of feels like a bit much yeah that's that that's like next level stuff there like that's yeah, it's not great. There's a, there's a great tweet on this article here that they've, they've linked. It says, Will Pokemon trainers be next target of New South Wales nanny state? 300 players moved on from Rhodes last night, threatened with $200 for loitering. Ooh, topical. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. it's And, obviously, there's been reports coming out, slowly trickling out. But, again, because this is the news, they have to latch onto it because it's, you know, what people will latch onto. Um of like you know car accidents and people walking out of traffic and people going places they shouldn't be um people like horrible horrible people using lure modules to literally lure people in uh and mug them rob their phones and their wallets and whatnot um and look that sucks and yes i'm sure it is happening but there are so many other amazing stories coming out about this this game that focusing on that is, is is it's a bit shitty but i mean we all know we all know how the mainstream media is when it comes to this sort of stuff we've seen it yeah. for years but i mean i guess the main thing to remember when you're playing this experience this game is to just be smart like use your head and you'll be fine like don't yeah. play the game while you're driving that's no, just a don't. terrible idea it is it is it is just the worst idea it eh. It is the worst idea. I mean, it's bad enough. You you've only got to look at people. It's uh, you've only got to look at people who are like pl- 
playing. Oh, jeez, this article just scared the crap out of me. It started playing an ad. Oh my god. You okay, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Scared the crap out of me. I was like, who else is talking? Who else is here? Um, but yeah, like you've only got to look at people who are actually playing the game out out in the wild, so to speak. Um, they're head down in the game. They're already almost walking into trees, other people, whatnot. Yeah. Um, but here's you can the imagine thing: that like, on the road, it's just oh, yeah. Terrifying. Like this is, I mean, this isn't even a problem that's exclusive to Go. Like there's, I, I mean, obviously now it's more than ever. But that's it's always been an issue with people too engrossed in sending a message or something like that, like yep. to be bothered looking up. It's just again with Go, it's there's more than more people than ever doing it, which is a shame. But just and it, think it's, before you do anything, like don't be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just don't be an idiot. I mean, it and it sucks. Like that, all these this this negative is going to come out come out uh, around this. But like I said, when there's so many people playing it and it's got so much attention in literally literally like a week, it's only been out for a week. And uh, but there's been some great stories come out from it as well. I love seeing all the pictures of people where they found Pokemon in the wild. Um, one of my friends who's a DJ uh, actually found a Diglett and it was popping out of the deck while he was at work. And he put a photo of that up on Facebook and I thought that was quite funny. Um, my other favourite one is the Magikarp in the fry pan. <sighs> That's a really good one. Um, but yeah, I love all that sort of stuff. But there's one story that I found today when I was looking for articles about Pokemon Go and, and looking for stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, obviously it's not hard to talk about Pokemon Go because it is just such an enjoyable experience. Um, there is a South Korean uh, town, a small town called uh, Sokcho. I am not good on the pronunciation yeah, here. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, you are on your own. Yeah, look, I've, I've, uh, look, I've uh, taken the bullet for that one. We'll see how we go. Um, but apparently, they've had an influx of uh, of Pokemon Go players uh, because in South Korea, uh, Google Maps doesn't work so well. Uh, hmm, I assume because it's to do with Google being sort of, I guess, banned over there, or I'm not sure exactly sure how it is. Uh, it's a it's a yeah. So due to situation. government restrictions on Maps data, there we go. Uh, so Pokemon Go doesn't work. It doesn't work properly. We're using Google Maps as a service in Korea, in South Korea. So there's this one small area that's right on the borderline that people have packed up and gone to uh spend time there in this small fishing village um and it's yeah it's it's, it's so capitalizing on the the attention uh of this uh phenomenon the small town has been advertising free wi-fi on social media and has been dubbing itself the only pokemon go holy land on the peninsula that's amazing it's just great i mean it's and, a yeah shame it's literally right on the borderline who live there yeah like i mean but it sounds like they're all getting behind it which is awesome um but yeah obviously i mean if you listen to this you've probably played it in the last week uh, and if you haven't definitely check it out like it's it's something it you might have your mind changed on it if you're like oh well pokemon's for kids oh, i'm not into that kind of thing well it's it's at least a fun excuse to go out for a walk and see the surrounding like, i've just moved to to where we're living at the moment in like the last two months and i haven't had a real big chance to go out and walk around walk around where I live. Um, obviously, I've driven around and whatnot just to get to places and things, but being able to go out and go, oh, that's, there's, oh, there's a nice cafe over there. Oh, look at how cool this is to walk along this river. And then, But have that added incentive of being able to 
catch some sweet Pokemon along the way. Okay, Joel. Like, okay, so it's been out for a week now, so I'm going to ask you the question. Okay. How's your Pokedex looking? Look, as I said, I haven't been playing it. I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, it's not It's not great. So I've got 176 Pokemon. Yep. So that's, that's your collection, is it? two-thirds are Zubats. Um, <laughs> Look, because that's the thing the game got most right. Zubats are everywhere. Yep. Zubats and Rattatas. That's, that's my life at the moment. Um, but, I mean, I've had some, some pretty cool stuff. My highest-level Pokemon is a Fero that I evolved. It is only 464. So, like I said, I haven't been playing a whole lot. Uh, I've been working quite a lot over the last week. So, that's why I've only got Zubats, because I work at a shopping center. Uh, and on my breaks, I go out to the car park, which is underground. So, it's essentially a cave. Um, so, I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, well played. Um, but some other cool stuff. I, you know, I've got, like, a, a chop. I got a Vulpix from an egg. That was cool. A Vulpix so, and a Ponytail so from an mad. egg. Yep. Vulpix and Ponytail. So, they're, they're probably my two rarest Pokemon that I have. I have a Clefairy. But yeah, like, it's good. I've got, it's great, sort of, like, and being, like, original 151, for starters, anyway, is cool to, sort of, like, have those memories, like, oh, all these Pokemon, like, you know, that aren't the, the poster child Pokemon of that ge- that generation either, as well, that you sort of forget about a little bit. It's cool to have them back again. Uh, well, so, I sorry, well, so what's your, you like, sort of, unique Pokemon count out in your Pokedex? Unique Pokemon. So you know how you open up the, your little pop-up menu? Uh, yes. And you, and you can choose Pokedex at the top? Okay. Yes. What, what, up the very top, it should say, like, Court and Scene. What have I've you caught, caught 37 and Scene 39. Oh, not bad, not bad, Joel. It's all right. Um, you know, it's You're modest. getting there. You're getting there. Like, I mean, there's only, I think, 145 of the 151 available. So, you know, right. you're yeah, there. Yeah. It's not easy. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Yep, there's a lot. And there are a lot that are obviously, you know, they're saving for, like, rare events or whatnot as well for, like, you know, legendaries and things. But um, what about yours? What, what, what's yours looking at? Uh, so my my unique Pokedex count is, a, I think I hit 52 today. Ooh. Because I evolved a freaking Zubat. Yeah, hey, I did that. I did that, like, in the first two days. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that was me with Growlithe to get my Arcanine. Oh, I wish I'd um, so, and my coincidentally, my highest uh, CP Pokemon combat power is Arcanine, and you're sitting at about nine fifty, I think. Nice, yeah, nine fifty. Nice, so that's pretty good. Still, I think not enough to really challenge the gyms. No, no, which well, are pushing a I mean, thousand now. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, obviously the microtransactions thing's going to come into play with yeah. it as well. But like I said, I, at the moment, I'm just enjoying catching Pokemon. Like I'm just enjoying. Going, walking along, going. Oh my god, there's there's a Clefairy over there. I got to catch it. I don't have one, and then catching it, and that that feeling is great. Um, my wife has been just crushing it at this game because she uh she catches the train or tram into the city every day. Um, we don't, we don't live that far out of the city. We don't live that far out at all. Um, but she has a bit of like you know a bit of a train ride into the city or a tram tram ride into the city. She's been crushing it. She's already got a, a, a Jolteon and a Vaporeon because um, she just had Eevees coming out of every orifice yesterday, apparently. And she's just like, I'm just getting photos from her during the day. She's like, caught this, caught that, caught this, caught that. I'm like, whoa, Jesus, calm down. So, yeah, she's killing it. Good work, Ash. Proud of you. She must have been the very best. I was going to say, it's ironic, but she is also named Ash. 
Yeah, well, that's it. That's a really good point. <laughs> Except she is, by the sounds of it, doing much better than Ash Ketchum, who was terrible. Yeah. So good on the good Ash and shame on the bad Ash. She's not giving away good Pokemon. She's giving away, like, doubles. Like all the Zubats that she finds. Oh, yeah, she's been, she's been uh, doubling down let's, trading okay, them in. Let's just touch on that very, very briefly. Okay. Do you find it disconcerting that to get candy... You give Professor Will over Pokemon. That I had never put that together until just now. Where does the candy now. come from, Joel? Where does mm. the candy come from? It's people. It's Pokemon. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but I'm suspicious of Professor Willow's intentions. Soylent Green, Soylent Candy is it's confirmed. Pokemon. Yep, that's if he's if there, if an item pops up in the store that he's like like Soylent Soylent Candy. I'm going to get real sus. <laughs> be, be suspicious already, man. I don't, I don't get trust real him. Sus. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's great. You should check it out. You should definitely check it out. I mean, it's it's a free download. Uh, exactly. It has microtransactions that are pretty optional. It helps you a lot if you want to do gyms. Like, catching Pokemon, it won't really affect it because you will never run out of Pokeballs, honestly. No. No, the Pokestops. Because um, that's, that's the other thing, too. Once you get to a Pokestop, you, you tap on it, you spin it, and it gives you items. It could be Pokeballs or Revives or Potions or raspberries yeah and it resets like every 15 minutes or something i think yeah exactly so, so it's it's great it's worth noting but there, like there are some issues with it which oh sucks. yeah like, there's been some bugs i've had some bad ones like uh just today actually i was coming home from work and i pulled over at like a, a grassy patch on the way here just like i'll see if i can find anything and i loitered for a bit and i actually stumbled upon like a cp 476 ponyta which oh. would have been a nice catch. Oh. So I, I tossed my ball at it, going, cool, I've got this in the bag. Uh, and it's actually funny because it's kind of the opposite of what Pokemon used to be because it went in a ball and it had the nightmarish thing happen where the ball didn't move. Uh. And the little Pokeball loading symbol in the top left was spitting like crazy. Yep. And I had to just force quit the game because it had locked up. Yep. Uh, and I came back and the ponytail was gone. Uh, yep. It sucked. So it's not yep. perfect. Like, there definitely needs to be a lot of, like, bug fixes and all that sort of stuff on the way. Yeah, but obviously that's going to happen because, yeah, I mean, yeah. the game's A, just launched, and B, had such a massive following. Like, it's already got such a mass, like, you know, support behind it as it is. Uh, and, like, rolling out the different launches over time is uh, sort of adding to the pressure on their servers. Yeah, um, but um, like Niantic are doing a good job. Like I, I think they are. for what it is, like they've done really good work. Yep, and I think they're they're already talking about what's going to happen next, what they're adding to it, what they're already planning on updates for it, and the stuff that they're talking about is great. Like I said, like with trading with other Pokemon players, it, like that's going to be add to the longevity of the game. I I, I do believe there's going to be a, quite a bit of a drop off rate after a few weeks, um, but there are going to be some people that are going to want to keep playing. I think I can't wait for like going to conventions and stuff, and uh, it'll be the new like street pass. I think. Oh, hey, I'm not giving up street pass. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But if if the uh, the Pokemon trading update comes out just before, uh, say, PAX or something like that, like that's going to be crazy. People are just going to be hanging around trading Pokemon. Like that's that's awesome. That concept already is just awesome. Like, for me, literally all this game has to really do is hold me over until Sun and Moon. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's going to. Yeah. 
And then we can we can begin waiting for when they start releasing the new generations of Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Yep. And then we just live in a world full of 751 of these damn things. Yeah. You replace the Zubats with Bidoofs. Oh, Jesus. Which uh, I... Oh, anyway. Um, but it's good. It's very good. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's been a fun experience. Yeah. Um, what else has been happening? What else has been happening this week? Uh, again, well, we, we kind of like... That's, that was what we'd been playing, Joel. <laughs> that was what we... Yeah, well, it sort of was what we've been playing slash news. It was sort of like a it kind really of sort of elongated segue. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? There was, there was the... Uh, well, okay, so we don't have it yet, but PC players or select yes. PC players have access to the new Overwatch hero. Yeah. Which so one? in the latest... Uh, what's it called? Public test... Public test region patch has launched uh, and with it yes comes with the the new hero uh Anna yeah yes. Anna Amari Anna Amari so Farah's mother yes which is cool oh man she looks so good she does look good I have not touched the sniper characters in this game at all but uh I feel like I could give it have a bit of a tinker with Anna I think like her skills seem really interesting like specifically I love that I'll be able to like because I'm, I'm definitely going to try her out because I, I love Farrah as it is. I'm like, well, yep. I guess I'm going to try playing as the mother as well because she Keep looks it in cool. The family. Um, but I love the idea that I'll be able to sit back and if there's some sort of weird firefight happening, like if I'm at least firing into the fray, I'll either be damaging enemies or healing my allies. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, it's so good. Like, and like the, 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 the trank dial, the sleep dart that she has as well. Which is going to be very interesting, especially for interrupting alts. Yes. So, do you think that's going to be her ultimate? No, no, her, her ultimate is nano boost, I'm pretty is sure. Is that the nano boost is, it, is her yeah, ultimate? which right. basically buffs a hero of choice, which, again, will be really useful for just some of the dangerous characters. Like, imagine buffing a Reinhardt, who's rushing a point. Oh, yes. Like adding more strength and speed to his his uh, pin attack to keep him alive. Because, let's be honest, like, when Reinhardt does that into a, a point... He will die pretty frequently unless he's got, like, a mercy on him or something. Yep. But um, if he was able to be nano-boosted, that would probably make him a lot more dangerous in there. And the other cool thing about the nano-boost is it stops healing of the enemy team as well in that area oh, as okay. well, apparently. Yeah, oh. I have been at it. So if there's, like, a Soldier 76 that drops down his healing thing, it becomes useless. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's really cool. That's really uh, cool. I like that. Yeah, really interesting. And uh, the two little... It wasn't a full short. It was like an animated, like a motion comic that they sort of launched with it as well, giving a bit of backstory about uh, her time in Overwatch and uh, what happened. Uh, it seems like she got shot by Widowmaker. Yeah, um, we are very low on bad guys in Overwatch. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, hey, look, we can still hold out. Maybe Sombra's going to be the uh, the bad guy that we... That we uh, clamoring for i guess well yeah because like people for a long time thought that this is who sombra was like yeah exactly but it turns out they were wrong yeah i'm i love it i love that she's farah's mother i love that whole thing that you know well did you look for her voice lines i haven't looked extensively yet she um one of her voice lines that she has is actually justice reigns from above in her her native language and it's so cool oh i i know that one of her emotes is her standing with a picture or like a hologram of pharaoh when she was a kid yeah that's, um, like, that's oh, great oh that's so good 
Um, her character design looks great as well. She's yeah, got as, a bit of like a solid a, snake vibe. With yeah, the I was going to say, as our friend said, she has sort of an old snake thing going on. Yeah, yeah, and I'm totally on board with that. And um, she has her young skins as well, if you prefer that. Like, I think they're yeah. her orange tier skins. You yeah. can play as young Anna. But yeah, man, she is exciting. Yeah. Like, I mean, this this game, it just... When you think you've stopped, it stops giving, it just gives you more. And it just is amazing. This is the danger we knew was coming when they said, Hey, guys, here's Overwatch. And, you, and we were like, this is fun. I mean, there's not much content. And then Blizzard were like, uh, All future heroes and maps will be free DLC. Yep. And we kind of went, oh. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. That's going to be, yeah. And then it just so happened that the game itself is actually yeah, the game really fucking tight. Um, but yeah, that's not all that's come in, the, in that patch. I mean, obviously, that's probably the biggest news to come out of this, uh, this, this patch that is uh, out on PC at the moment. But uh, obviously, there's going to be some like hero balancing as well. Um, there was something else that was really... Well, as well, our our main well, my secondary character, and I think your secondary character, yeah, definitely one of my secondary, is getting a massive change. Yes, Diva. Yes, Diva. Ah, oh, man, she's so good. They're yep. changing how her defense matrix works, which is really interesting. Yes, making it more of like a sort of, I guess, the closest comparison is it sounds sort of like Reinhardt's shield. Yep, you sort of you can hold it up when you want and drop it when you don't want to use it. Which is good because it was always kind of a bummer as Diva to throw that up and the enemies are just like, cool, I'm going to stop shooting at you now. And you're basically like, well, I can leave this up or I can drop it and have like a 10 second cooldown. Yep. That's, yeah. Or right. if you accidentally hit it and you're like, oh, fuck, now I've got to wait 10 seconds for this. Yeah, exactly. Which is a bummer. So the, this that change is a, it's a welcome addition. Yes. I'm very excited about that. Um, obviously, it's still only going to stop bullets and not energy attacks and whatnot yeah but, but you'll have it'll be more still, flexible yep exactly yeah you know just be able to put it on and off at will is very good um she's also getting a bit of a buff to it a buff i guess to her self-destruct so it's uh it cost uh the the cost of it is uh decreased by 15 percent. so you'll be able to sort of build it up a lot quicker which i don't know i felt like i don't have that much trouble building it up sometimes maybe no, like, I never have much issue building it up. That that could really be, like, honestly, this is why the buff excites me, because when I get it, I sort of sit on it for a long that's time. That's very true, yeah. Because, again... the opportune moment. Yeah, because, like, never... But again, that's the other thing, that the patch is shortening its fuse to three seconds, isn't it, from four? So it blows yes. up in... Yeah, so, like, because four seconds, basically anyone who plays Overwatch knows how to get away from it. As soon as you hear, nerf this, and it's like, well, I'm out of here. Yep, I'm going to hide behind this wall or in this yep. room, and... Then you get like you clear the zone, but you don't get any. You don't really have an effect on the battle, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but it's, that sounds like it's changing. It's cool, and there's still enough other characters that can block it. Like say, yeah, May exactly. can throw up her wall and block that attack still. So you can still get around it. It's not going to be like OP. Um, but yeah, and she's not going to get damaged by it now. Thank God. Yeah. It Although kills kinda, me so often. Yeah, I know, right. I kind of like though that, like, yeah. You know, as soon as you pop it and you like jump in, you like run, 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 scamper away, and you're like in your little like fleshy uh, skin suit, running away, going, oh, I need to get yeah. out of here. It, it does often feel like a hail mary as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. I've yes. seen some amazing shots with it too. Yeah, like I've done some. I've had some fun ones where I've like lobbed it over buildings. Yep, it's it's good. I like. I it. love that feeling. There was uh, there was one that I saw it just 
the, the the feeling of like when someone lobs it over a building i saw it in like a gif or something like that someone lobbed it from uh i think it was in dorado in that that fountain part in the middle oh yeah someone lobbed it over the, just before that checkpoint lobbed it over <laughs> the top of that and i was like wow that is, and landed it right on top of the payload and just took out about three people i think there, with there it. are some amazing divas out there who are much yep. better than us and it's great that, that that horrible feeling of like as soon as you hear it you're like all right where is it and you look around and you're like i can't see the i can't see the flashing icon oh god there it is it's, it's above me oh geez and then <laughs> the exploding um but yeah so but, those changes sound really good yeah but the, the the reason that they were doing that i was just reading the developers notes here that they're saying that she wasn't being as selected as often as other tanks oh okay well i mean i guess is, as, a, as a tank the other ones probably did a better job yeah that's i yeah i guess that's true like Reinhardt is like the epitome of a tank. Like he's yeah. take all the damage. Even Zarya. Yeah, yeah. I really want to give her a go. I need to. She get is into that. tricky. I have tried her a couple of times, and I'm still not sure I wrap my head around her properly yet. Yeah, but um, there's a bunch of other the, the patch notes are up on the Overwatch site as well. Like they of, are of extensive. Everything. There's a lot. It's it seems like their first really big patch. Oh god, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just going to apologise now. If you can hear ringing in the background of this, you're not going crazy. It's just my cat. I bought, we bought new collars for them today, and they're just Zelda's running around like a crazy person. So you can see in the background. So if you hear that, I apologise now. You're not going crazy. It's just my my dumb cat Zelda hanging out. Um, but yeah, the other big uh, part of this update that I wanted to touch on is. Uh, no hero stacking in competitive now. Uh, which I like. I do like that yeah. choice. I, I read some interesting th- thoughts about it. I, I At first, I was like, yes, totally on board for it. I don't want to go into a match where there's like four Torbjorns and a Bastion and a Lucio, which happened last night. Um, I don't want that to happen, That especially in competitive when, you you know, there there is some sort of stakes on the line there. Um, but... There are sometimes like where having maybe two junk rats or or something like that might might be a bit more of a strategic play. So I think maybe even like two stacking with certain characters. Maybe I feel like down the track that might happen. That's a, that'd be a tricky thing to enforce. So I feel yeah, that's that's obviously why I haven't done that straight away. I guess, but um, but for the most part, I'm I'm excited for that. I think it's going to make a little bit the games a little bit more evenly matched. I guess the only downside I think will be those those players that just refuse to play another character that's going to be annoying yeah so i feel like that might actually increase the dropouts which is going to be annoying as hell yeah that's very true but that we'll see like me. it's we haven't got it on console yet maybe it won't who knows yeah well yeah I mean, it's gonna happen it's happening so uh but uh, yeah I'm, I'm very excited that i mean blizzard do good stuff when listening to their community and uh constantly updating their games and providing new support for their games which is great yeah extra content really enjoy it um but yeah so that was that was overwatch this week in overwatch basically <laughs> this week in overwatch oh god um but additionally also like just tonight nintendo yes. announced a mini nintendo entertainment system would this be available cool. this year yeah like i kind of dig it as i someone really who was like a sucker it. for nostalgia yeah i really like it I, we were talking to some people earlier on tonight and they were saying that they thought it looked a little bit like cheap or a little bit plasticky, and I'm like, but so did the original console. Like, I mean, it, it was probably made it of probably, plastic. It will be like this isn't the first time this sort of thing's been done. We've seen like no. the retro 
Sega consoles that come packed in with a bunch of games. Yep. But um, I don't know. It's a NES man, and it's got thirty games in it, which I'll go over in a second. Yeah. But for it's, I think it's a hundred dollars Australian, ninety nine Australian dollars. Yep. It comes out in November, and it comes with like you can get retro NES controllers that will also function with the Wii U, which is which really is, cool on the virtual console. Cool. So that's that's really cool. Um, so if you've already got those virtual console games, you don't want to shell out for a new little NES console. You're not a sucker for nostalgia like we may be. I'm a um, chump. Yeah, oh, God. But, like, the, the option just to grab the controller, like, you know, maybe if you're just a little bit nostalgic, just a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, so, it seems um, like you can just grab the controller. I'll go over the games. I'm not sure how many of them you've played or are interested in. Mm. But, so, like, going down, Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, mm-hmm. Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Classic. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2 for Revenge. Ooh. Dr. Mario. Excite Bike. Fuck yeah. Final Fantasy, which I haven't played the original ever. That's uh, that's a big one. Uh, Galaga. Ghosts and Goblins. Gradius. Ice Climber. <laughs> Ice Climber. <laughs> Kid Icarus. Kirby's Adventure. Lovely. Mario Bros. Mario Bros. Mario Bruce. Brothers. Mega Man 2, which is the best Mega Man, apart from Mega Man X. Great. I might actually play it. Uh, a timeless classic, Metroid. Ah, <sighs> lovely. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, if you want to punish yourself. Yep. Pac-Man, Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream. <laughs> Star Tropics. Super oh, C. Star Tropics. And Super Mario 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Tech Mobile. And The Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. That's it's a pretty good list. Really good cross-section of games there. It's sort of like what you could nearly say is the essential Nintendo Entertainment System collection. Yeah, really. I, I would agree with that. I mean, probably there were pe- people that would disagree with that to some of their mean, It's like, well, why isn't fair. this obscure game on there? And it's like, well, because it's an obscure game. But yeah, like you said, those are the ones that you... The essentials, like you said, yeah. I think is... The only thing I probably would change, and it's just it's just personal taste, is I would probably swap Castlevania 2 for Castlevania 3. That's <laughs> just me. Uh, I love, and I love the packaging for it. It looks like the old box as well. Yeah, it'll look nice next to my old Nintendo... I think it's on my case, it's called the Nintendo Control Deck. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, boy. And it looks, yeah, just like the box art, which is cool. I, I love it. I yeah, I'm I'm definitely on board for that. And, and considering the NES is the one ne- uh, Nintendo console that I don't have, like home console, it's the one I'm missing. So you know, to have a sort of replacement one would be nice to look nice on my shelf, at least at the very least. Like a like a miniature version of it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I think it looks great. I, I, look, I'm not complaining. I'm a I fan think of it. Looks it. Awesome. I mean, it probably could be a bit cheaper, but I mean, and it also it is important to note that it doesn't come with an ac adapter which is weird that's the biggest issue this seems to be like a thing that nintendo's doing now i mean they did it with get it with the 3ds but i mean the 3ds one made sense because did it make sense i mean i guess if you i guess the logic was they expected people to trade up for it because your old 3ds charges worked but uh people that bought new ones got screwed over had to buy one separately yeah that's true i guess i don't know it's a weird decision it's strange, but 
I'm definitely excited. I think it comes out is November. Yeah, yeah, November ten November. maybe. It's 11th. November though. Eleventh. Yeah. November eleventh. Off by a day. I love it. It looks so adorable. I love. Oh it. Oh my god, I love it. Um, but yeah, that literally just before we started uh, recording tonight, that was news that came out. So we're like, we should probably talk about that. So just as a bit of fun, Joel. Okay. Let's oh. Just, let's do some brainstorming. Okay. If if well, at this point, it's not if; it's more when. When the Super Nintendo version of this comes out, what are 10 games that you would like to see as sort of like a the Joel McDonald Super Nintendo collection? Okay. So we uh, we had a brief, like, you know, discussion about this before before we decided the uh, recording tonight. There's a lot of games on the Super Nintendo, man. There is. And that was the console that was my first ever console that I owned. So this is the one that was like my childhood, essentially. Um, having said that, I decided to go... There's a few staples on here, um, but I decided to go with a few wildcard entries. Just a couple, actually. Probably about half a list is wildcard <laughs> entries. Um, but I'm just going to go through them. So A Link to the Past, because it's just a great game. It's it's a solid game. It's fun. I still really enjoy it. Um, I only just finished it for the first time this year on 3DS, but it's it's a solid game. You know, it's And it's, it's one of those essentials that you need on there. Um, as is the next game on my list, Super Metroid, which I'm sure you would agree with 100%. It's, look, it's the greatest game ever made. I don't know what, what you want me to add to that. It's a fucking great game. It is just a great game. Um, what else have I got on here? Yoshi's Island, because it was the first game that I got with my Super Nintendo, and also because it is just a sensational game. Uh, we, talk, we touched on it briefly back in our uh, compulsory backstory episode. The only um, real problem with that game is having to listen to Mario cry. That is oh, definitely God. that is very true. That is very true. That that sound effect is almost as annoying as Navi and the uh, the the low health Pokemon sound effect as well. Um, oh Jesus Christ! I forgot yeah. the Pokemon one. Yep, those are like the three like like Joel triggers. Those like twitches every time I hear that. Um, and then what else have I got in here? That's pretty Chrono Trigger. Yeah, because uh, guess it's a fucking good game. Really good game. Um, that had like multiple like endings and stuff like that as well for I mean, for its time it just it had multiple endings didn't it yeah yeah multiple yeah. endings and it was short enough where like some like there are other RPGs that have multiple endings but they're usually like 60 hour games and who has time for that exactly but, but Chrono Trigger was short enough that you could honestly replay it and get the other endings and exactly it was yeah. doable and it was and fun and it was still enjoyable like I mean um, if you haven't watched it Pro Jared did a really great video on it uh, why he loves it so much, and it was it was great because it reminded me why I never played it when I was younger. I didn't play it till I think the DS version came out, um, and uh, I I watched his video on it, and it reminded me of when I played that game. I was like, that, yeah, you're right. That game was really good. It's a classic. Um, uh, so here's where things get a little interesting. This is when I'm going wild card now. So I've also got on here Uni Racer. Uni Racer. I very <laughs> barely remember that game. It was just, it was like a side scrolling uh, racing game where you, it was just you were, you had unicycle you raced unicycles around these like weird coloured tube things. Um, if you haven't heard of it, if it's not coming to, to mind, I'm sure you've heard of it. Like if you've played a Super Nintendo, it was one of those games. Look that, a like, video up, I'd say. Yeah, look a video up, and you'll go, oh, that game. I think I've saw it, saw that one time. It had like you know two player split screen as well. Like you could race against the clock. I really enjoyed that game. I it, it, I don't know why. It was just one of those games where I was like, 
oh yeah, I'm going to put that on my list because it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, I've also got Kirby's Dream Course. So I was going to put on the, the the Kirby Ultra Pack that had like 800 games on it. Um, but I love Dream Course because I'm a bit of a mini golf sucker and it was essentially Kirby mini golf with like power-ups still. Like you still had all the Kirby power-ups and like a power meter that you had to use to try and, and you had to like you could arc your shots and like put spin on it. It was a surprisingly deep game for like a, a weird Kirby mini golf mashup. And much like um, mini golf, it'll make you want to kill your friends. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, I, I love that game. I thought it was really great. Uh, I've got Stunt Race FX, which was never another racing game. Never heard of it. You've never heard of it? I'd love this game. It was like, uh, I think it ran, I was looking before, I think it ran on the same like 3D, the, the FX engine that Star Fox ran on. Oh, okay. So it ran, it, it ran at about like about four frames a second. But <laughs> Hey it man, was, it, it ran though. It ran and it was amazing. Like it was cool. It had this weird like, it was like if Rayman was a car, so like it was like the, the body of the car and then the wheels would just sort of hover beside it. That's kind of like the vibe they were going. And they all had like eyes as well. So they were like characters. Just like real life, man. Yeah. And you actually did like stunts and stuff. You had to go like jumps and try and go through hoops to get points. And it was such a cool racing game. Um, I'm just thinking about it now. I, just, I really want to go back and play it. Um, so yeah, that one's on my list. Um, I put a, a bit of a sentimental one on my list uh, for this one. Super International Cricket. Um Wild kind of dream. I'm not a sports fan or a, or a cricket fan by any stretch of the imagination, um, but I really love this game. And it was one of about two games I ever played with my dad uh, when I when I had my like when I had my Super Nintendo. It was the only game he played with me because um, he sort of understood cricket and it was something that he understood. So he sat there and used to play with me, and it was it was just have these little, really cool memories of my dad and I sitting down to play not all the time, but like you know every now and then play Super International cricket with each other. Um, Plus, I loved when you could like bowl a bouncer and hit the guy and like knock him out, and there's all those really cool animations in it, like hitting a four into the into the pigeons as well. That was really cool. Um, uh, and I've also got Earthworm Jim because who doesn't love Earthworm Jim? It's a I fun game. I, I think I preferred the second one, but Earthworm Jim one is still very good. Yeah, yeah, I I think I did as well, but I thought I'd put the second one on there, the first one on there, just as like you know. Give people a taste of it. And if if there was room, maybe check the second one on there. But, you know. Um, and I'm finishing up the list with Super Street Fighter 2 because I love Street Fighter. And Super Street Fighter 2 is, like, the Street Fighter that I played the most of when I was a kid. Um, so much Street Fighter. Yeah. Good game. Good game. I was always a Street Fighter kid before a Mortal Kombat kid. Yeah. Like, Mortal Kombat's great and I can appreciate it. I really like it. Um, but I just, I, there's something about Street Fighter that's so good. I actually heard someone t- say today, it might have been... It might have been on... Might have been okay games um, on their podcast. So I think they were mentioning someone said about uh, Overwatch being like the Street Fighter of like first person shooters, and I was like, it's such a great comparison because it kind of is. It's like all these different characters that play really differently, and it was like colorful and bright, but it was still lots of complexity and layers to it as well. Good game, very good game. All right, all right. I've waffled on. What about your ten, man? Well, look, my ten are much more standard, really. Okay. Like your your list read like the John McDonald one, which is amazing. Mine sort of reads like Kyron loves a really popular games list. Hey, that's nothing wrong Nintendo with that. Games. They're classics for a reason, dude. All right, so my ten start off with the best game ever made, Super Metroid. Love it for the SNES. Uh, Super Mario World. I 
it was a toss-up between that and Yoshi's Island. I just picked Mario World because, I don't know, man, that game took Mario Brothers and just exploded it onto the Super Nintendo. Yep. It is a fucking phenomenal game. That uh, And there's still so much great. content. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it's still enjoyable to go back. It still holds up. Same with Yoshi's Island. They, those games yeah. still hold up these days as platformers. Definitely. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Ooh. Kong Quest. Speaking of games that still hold up today. Yeah, it's just it's the best in a trilogy for me. I know a lot of people prefer the third one, but I just love the combo of Diddy and Dixie. Yep. Some of my favorite music, my stages are all in that game. So good. Yep. I did um, love the third game quite a lot. Like it was, it was a, I think they're both on par for me, but yeah, I definitely two is amazing. Uh, Chrono Trigger, which for yep. the reasons you covered, and it's just great, really. I can't. That's, that's basically the reason I'm excited for I Am Setsuna next week. Yeah, man. Uh, a link to the past for being V Zelda, really. Yep, up there with easily rivaling. People always talk up Ocarina of Time. Link to the Past is pretty damn close for a game that's 2D. It's yeah, very true. The, again, there's so much, there's so much content in that game. Definitely. Uh, then we move on to the other five, which, not much like yours, there's obviously popular ones in here, but yep, there might be a bit of different ones. So Mario RPG, good choice, was definitely because I mean, really good choice. That was the game that made me go, oh wait, Mario can do more than platform, apart from Mario Kart. Really, he <laughs> can be in a really good role playing game. Uh, Harvest Moon, because tracking down a physical copy of that game is really hard and you know what it's great it's fun yep running a digital farm has never been so good <laughs> uh, Terra Nigma, which is probably the closest that I get to a sentimental one right not, not for a real heartfelt reason just because I remember renting it a lot when I was younger and it's hard to track down a copy much like Harvest Moon okay. but it's also I doubt it'll, it'll ever show up on the virtual console so I just right. would love a chance to play it again yeah, yes, yeah. that'd be nice. I'm not super familiar. Well, I'm not familiar at all with that game, but um, it's a JRPG, yeah. but it's yeah. it's a good one, or at least I remember it being a good one. <laughs> um, then there's Final Fantasy VI, which you could argue is the best of the Super Nintendo Final Fantasies. Final right. Fantasy IV is close, but I prefer VI. Okay, and it finishes off with Super Castlevania IV, which is again a classic, really. And Lovely, and that's what my collection would look like. Yeah. I can dream. Well, Nintendo, if you're listening, please uh, please indulge us. Um. And I'm aware that there are some people picking this mini NES apart because it's basically just, oh, you're paying $99 for a, essentially a ROM machine. And that's fair, I guess. But I don't know. I'm a sucker for Nintendo nostalgia. That's but, how they got where they are with me. Exactly. But look at it this way too. Like some people spend upwards of, I mean, we have as well, but upwards of like, you know, $150, $200 on figurines that don't, do anything that look, apart from look nice on your shelf. This looks nice on your shelf, and it's also functional as well. So that, I mean, if you look at it that way, I mean, ninety nine bucks is a steal. Like I, I would have expected them to, you know, one hundred and fifty. You'd probably still be able to sell it at about that with the games that they've got on it, uh, and the controller being able to be used on the Wii U as well. I don't know. It's cool. That's a cool idea. I'm a fan of it, but I understand why people may not be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we thought we'd just touch on that one because we thought it was kind of interesting. Interesting one. But that's about it for uh, for the news and whatnot that we found this week, I think. From what I found, yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's about it. We're on to questions now, which remember, remember some questions? last week I 
bestowed the gift of question reader upon you. Oh, okay. Remember, it's your job. I it's gave my, it so to I'm, you. I, so is, that's a thing now. Is that canon? That's your job. That's your role. Okay, cool. It's like All some right. people are like the healers, like the white mage, the black mage. You are the question reader. Cool, question reader. I'll take it. I'll take it. That or that or Catmancer, I would take. I mean, that's you can mine. you can be both if you want. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I'm not gonna nitpick. <laughs> awesome. All right. So our first question this week is from our good friend Liam, uh, who sneakily told me to very carefully read this question. He confused the hell out of me with this one. <laughs> so last week he asked us what our favorite uh, movie based off a video game was. Um, and this week, his question reads, Hey guys, what is your favorite movie video game? And what is your least favorite? Why do you think they fail more than they succeed? So it's pretty much the same question, just with two words flipped around. So video, uh, movie video games, like a movie tie-in game. I'm cheating. So I'm, you're cheating? I'm, I'm straight up cheating on this question. All right, well, you kick it off then. Lego Lord of the Rings. Oh, good one. It's cheating technically because it's no, not take a di- it. it's not a direct tie-in because obviously the game came out ages after the movies. Yep. But it's to my to this day my favorite Lego game. Yep. And it's so good. It's so much fun. The world is amazing. I loved exploring a slot, obviously a smaller Lego Middle Earth. Uh, it's, oh, it's just great. If you don't want to watch the movies, which I will forever hold against <laughs> you if you don't. Play the game, the Lego Lord of the Rings game. It's really good. Yep. Um, what about your least favorite then? Least favorite? Yep. Oh, that's. I mean, kind of any of them really. I've played some bad ones. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, just basically, oh, Jesus. I wasn't. I I can't pick one. You, you go with your favorite, and I'll, I'll, I'll go with my favorite. My All right, I'll favorite. go with my favorite then. Um, uh, look, there's been a couple that I played that I really enjoyed. I'm kind of going to cheat as well. Hey, man, uh, I cheated, so you can too. Yeah, look, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go with Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, that, you know PSC, what? I would Xbox say that's PC. less cheating than I did. That's Well, it's it's kind of is, but it isn't, because it technically follows oh, yeah, the, comics. the comics more so than the movie, but, but it, it came released in at the same time as the movie. movie came out, yeah. So um, that game is such a good game. It's like, it, you know, 2D... Side scroller, beat 'em up, brawler, you know, and it just heaps of Easter eggs, heaps of references. Uh, the soundtrack by Animanaguchi is just the best, uh, and the pixel art, the sprite work is just phenomenal. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy who did it. I'm um, pretty sure he's Australian based. Isn't he, he is, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's gonna kill me. Um, but it's you can just... also check out Mercenary Heroes, which I think he was involved with. Yes, Mercenary Kings. Kings. Yes. Uh, close. Mercenary yeah, something. I need to play that game. Um, but yeah, it's similar sort of art style, and it just works so well. The, that game is just really, really fun to play. Um, I had another one as well. I can't remember it. Hmm. Well, I, re- I remembered my least favorite. If okay, that helps. let's do that. A long time ago. Well, actually, it wasn't that long ago, but... Uh, a certain space of time ago, uh, a younger Chiron mm-hmm. rented out a certain PlayStation 3 game. <laughs> I thought this it, might have been yours. It was Transformers. Yep. Revenge of the Fallen. Mm. It was so awful. It was ugly. The gameplay was boring and repetitive. And it, it somehow managed to be terrible, like the movie, just for a whole bunch of different reasons. Yep. 
So bad. I uh, my least favorite is actually a Transformers game as well. Oh really? <laughs> it was the Transformers the movie, so the, just the first one. Oh, it was also bad. And the kicker was, I bought it for the Wii. Oh yeah, man! I bought it. I bought a movie tying game for the Wii, oh, and it was that's... hot garbage. I love it. We both picked Transformers games based on the <laughs> Michael Bay movies, which okay, some people like them and they're allowed to like them. But as a Transformers fan, I cannot stand them. No, no. The, the first one was like okay. It was passable. Yeah, oh. but from there, it's just a just. One train wreck that crashes into another train wreck that crashes into another train wreck and so on and so forth. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Um, I I actually thought you were going to say the Saw games or Saw game. (laughs) I mean, if nothing else, the Saw games gave me some laughs. Actually, that's very true, yeah. That was kind of fun. We had a rhyme. It was Detective Tap. Oh, I forget. Detective Cat, De- Detective Cap, caught in the trap. He's kind of crap, or something that's, like that. That's right. Some sort uh, of weird, obscure poetry. Yeah, that you guys so at least, up. at least that was funny. Transformers yeah. was, was not just oh, awful. Um, and why do you think they fail more than they succeed? I think it's just they they push out the door too quickly. It's that quick buck. It's a cash in thing. That, like yeah. they, they, you know, it's it's gotta make that money. You know, cash in on the movie coming out. Let's chuck a game out. You know. They're practically called movie tie-ins for a reason, really. Yeah, and I think that's probably a good thing about a lot of those games are moving to the app stores now and like mobile for the movie tie-in games, which isn't so necessarily a bad thing because they can be garbage there and put them out for free <laughs> or whatever. And there's not much, you know. But every now and then you get one that's kind of fun. I guess I can't yeah. think of one off the top of my head, but um, there, are, there are diamonds in the rough. Really? Yeah, yeah. But it's I just mean, it's mostly rough. Yeah, I think it's that's that's the pure reason for it uh, is that and, they are pushed out way too quickly. And the other issue I usually take with them, and this is more of a, I mean, it's more of a minor thing, but because they come out around when the movie does, more often than not, they they deal with different subject matter. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we can't spoil the ending of the movie in a game. Yep. It's like no one's playing it anyway. Yep. No, so, that's that's very true. Um, those, those ooh, that's another that's another things. one I liked actually. Uh, the Disney Infinity Star Wars stuff was really cool. I mean, actually, yeah, Disney Infinity yeah. in general was cool, but rip in peace. Um, taking yeah. too soon. Mm, taking too soon. Thanks, Liam, for your uh, highly confusing question. That Jesus sort of, Christ! I was I, like I said, like that's what when we were first discussing this, I was like, "Hey, man, uh, is that a, that's a duplicate question from last week?" And then you told me to read it more carefully, and oh, there you go. Yeah, had I not been informed by Liam himself, I would have probably done the same thing. Um, cool, moving on to, we've got a, oh, two questions from our uh, our very, very good friend, Ben, who, uh, who wrote to us last week as well. Uh, he writes to us this week with, what is the angriest you've ever been at a game, and how did you express your unbridled rage? <laughs> Do you? Uh, I have one for this. Do you want me to kick it off? Okay, you can go, you can go first. I've All right, as well. I've just thought of it then when I thought of the words "unbridled oh. rage." Oh, you got triggered. Um, so the one that pops to my mind was I think I was playing I think one of the God of War games, uh, and it was actually no, it was one specifically. It was a specific part. I think it was two. Is it two when you like when you, you with the climbing out of hell part? 
Uh, Climbing out of Hades? Maybe. Again, like, God of War 1 and 2 sort of blend together for me. Yeah, and that's And I only I'm... ever really remember, I will never reach the Sisters of Fate. <laughs> so, um, let's just say yes. Yeah, sure. Um, and I was, like, climbing out of Hades, like, a really, like, precise, like, climbing, trying to get up. And I say precise, I mean, it was supposed to be precise, but it controlled pretty terribly. It wasn't um, great. Not awfully, but not great either. Um I think I got so angry, I threw my controller, because uh, I had Ash over at the time at my house. I threw my controller, it bounced off the wall, bounced off my bed, and hit her in the arm. And oh. I was like, yeah. So that's probably the worst one that I had. Your rage um, affected someone else. Yeah, it did. Someone else that I love very, very much. Um, so that's probably the worst one. I mean, I, I get I get game rage pretty quickly. Um, pretty pretty easily. So it's getting less. So. What about you? From software games will eventually burn that away. It's getting there. I think that's what it's been good. It's been like therapy. <laughs> it is because basically you get to a point in those games where you're always angry. Yep. So it's fine. Because um, that's that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Always angry. So mine again. Once I saw the words "unbridled rage," I remembered a very particular time back when I was going for the platinum in Mass Effect Three. Oh, and I was doing the fight on Earth on the roof of a building, where you've got to deal with so much bullshit, and you have to fight banshees. And I just remember I was at it for like I think maybe an hour, and I just couldn't do it. And just that last part, like the last time I tried something, snapped, and I threw my really nice DualShock Three controller, Ooh. like through like down the down the side of my house like through the kitchen it like hit a wall and bounced into a door i'm like that didn't sound good and i broke it i broke that controller oh so that's that's probably that's how i expressed my unbridled rage by breaking my dualshock 3 oh that is not good that is uh yeah that's a rough one that was I remember anger. that too. That's the angriest I think I've ever been at a game. Yeah, I'm, I've I've had quite a few. I mean, I almost snapped my SNES controller in in half so many times playing different games back in the day. Uh, we were talking earlier tonight about uh, Lufia, and the reason I never finished that game is I got to a certain part. It wasn't even like towards the end. I don't think it was like in the middle of the game. It was like a giant spider boss. And it just kept poisoning me and my whole team. And it was before I knew much about JRPGs, if anything at all. And I just couldn't do it. And I, oh, rage. There are some, some bullshit fights like that in JRPGs. Yep. Um, but yes, so that, that was that was Ben's first question. Thanks for bringing that back up, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> he baited you into that. Oh, um, that controller cost me not a lot more than usual, but it was the nice, like... God metal gray one that came out alongside oh, the last of us that's right oh, rest in peace controller yep never forget uh and his second question he's uh is with both of you playing pokemon go what are your three favorite pokemon and least favorite explanations are great ben would you, you like to go first or oh, I'll, I'll go first I'll you go kick first. this one off all right all right so i'll have you know benjamin if you're listening well <laughs> i when I got this question, I was like, well, I know what some of my least favorite ones are, but how do I pick my favorites? So I sat down and I sort of just scrolled up and down through a list mm. of 750 whatever yep. Pokemon. And I came up with a list that I think is pretty good for me. Awesome. 
So you'd be proud of his Ben. <laughs> There's a lot of Pokemon. Um, so my top three that I would say, I guess, and like again, these thing these will change from game to game. So, but these these are three that are usually always in my team now. Um, Umbreon, nice, which is my favorite of the EV evolutions. Uh, cool. I just really like the design on it. Honestly, it yeah, looks cool. It's a really cool design. Um, Nine Tails, because Vulpix is amazing, and Solid. the only thing better than Vulpix is a wolf with nine tails. Yep, and the shiny for it is freaking awesome. I don't think I've actually seen that. Uh, it's look it up. It's I think it's like a gray fox. I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's cool. It just looks so good, and it's basically become my fire type. Sorry, Charizard, you're out. <laughs> um, and then Garchomp because. So I love Dragon type Pokemon. Nice. But there's never, there hasn't been many Dragon type Pokemon that I think look like cool dragons. Like I love Dragonite. He's cool, but he looks sort of dopey for a dragon. And I like uh, Salamance, but he doesn't quite fit what I think is cool about dragons either. Despite being probably the best Dragon type technically. Yeah. Uh, but Garchomp is awesome, and like the Pokedex description describes it as like. Going like looking and flying as fast as a jet when it like sets itself up properly. It's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's so a, that's cool. That's a cool dragon. That is really cool. And there's a little bonus for you, Ben. An extra extra bonus favorite Pokemon is Bonsly. There you go. Bonsly. Bonsly. Love it. Uh, so my least favorites. Okay. These are the ones which I didn't want to cheat too much. There's a lot that I don't like. <laughs> but I had I had. To include Clink and <laughs> and all subsequent evolutions of that damn thing, that stupid Gear Pokemon. Yeah, stand yeah, it. Yeah, Gear. Love the worst, Gear. The laziest. I can't. I don't. I hate it. I hate Super it. lazy. It, That's why I love it. It makes me mad. <laughs> uh, execute from the first generation because yeah, you know what? Like everyone always shits all over the newer ones. But Gen 1 isn't perfect. No, it's not. And Execute is lazy. It's just a bunch of eggs stuck yep. together and go, hey, that's a Pokemon. Is yeah, it a Pokemon or true. a half dozen of eggs? <laughs> like, at what point does that become a thing? And the last one is Licky Licky. <laughs> Firstly, because of the name. <laughs> Secondly, because of how it looks. <laughs> and thirdly, because I kind of like Lickitung as a Pokemon. I think yeah. it's a weird but cool Pokemon. And to see it evolve into this... <sighs> it's not It's not a great name, Licky it's Licky. A, it's, a dumb, it's a dumb name. He's, he's dumb. He's very dumb. I, I was so disappointed when I was, I was like, oh, what's Lickitung going to evolve into? And it just sort of changes his entire <laughs> visual aesthetic. And I was like, what the hell is this? What is this? Oh, Oh, all right. What are yours, Joel? What are yours? <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, my three favorites. Um, I have a few other ones. Like it's like asking me to pick my favorite movie or whatever. Like, but these are the three that came to mind when I sort of sat down tonight and thought about it. They could change in a week. Who knows? Um, Snorlax has always been one of my favorites since I was a kid in high school when I first started playing Pokemon. I was a Good bit call. of a late bloomer to Pokemon. Um, and yeah, because I, I was a bit tubbier back then. I'm still a little tubbier. Um, and so I sort of, you know, related to Snorlax. Look, we can all appreciate the fact that Snorlax wants to sleep. Yeah, he's the and best. Like, he's great. Who, like, that's great. Like, I would love to be able to just sleep in the middle of the road like he does. Yep. And I just, I love his design. I love his just, like, his simple sort of 
dopey looking face. I love it. I love him. He's so adorable. Um, I've also got Machop because I love Machop with his weird sort of mohawk. And I always <laughs> used to have him. I used, always used to have a, a Machop in my party, and I love its evolutions as well. I love uh, Machoke and Machamp. Um, there was a Machamp well. near my house the other day, in oh, and I, I love couldn't Machamp. find it. With his little like wrestling belt, I love him. He's yeah. great, so cool. Um, and my last favorite one is Gyarados because I mean it's a cool like dragon Pokemon that's amazing. And like I only like in the last maybe six years found out that you know to get one that that's why Magikarp is so useless is because if you put in the time with it, you give it the love and attention that it, it craves. It becomes a fucking sweet, crazy dragon thing, and it just—it looks so cool. As it reminds long as you me of, keep it away from lightning. Yeah, well, that's it. It's got its weaknesses, but I, like you know, if I'm uh, going by just on, it's got a four times weakness. <laughs> yeah, well, look, as long as it has, it has a nice move. It's cool. Um, I just, I love, I, I love the design of it. It reminds me of like it's cool. It's a cool Pokemon. We're both from Bendigo, so it reminds me of like the Chinese dragons. That I have yeah. at Easter time. That's why I like it as well. It's kind of cool. Um, so my three least favorite. Uh, this was tough for me just because I wasn't super familiar with some of them. Just because I'm a bit of a dumb, a bit of a dummy. It's it again. There's a lot of these things. Well, so that's it's, it. it's easy to not be associated with a lot of them. Um, so I've got Metapod. Which Interesting. Is, it's just poor Metapod. It's just dumb. It's useless. So hang on, hang on a second. You hate Metapod, but you don't hate Kakuna. Oh well, look, it, yeah, Kakuna goes with it as well, but like so basically all mid-stage bugs, pretty much. Um, That's fair. And but Kakuna has a bit better of a design. Like he does, his, his design does have more personality than that. Yeah, exactly. Like Metapod's just just a green shell. There's, <laughs> there's nothing to it, and it's just, it, and just coming into a fight with it is just like harden. Oh. Hard and I'm like, well, fuck! I'm gonna be here hey, for like half an hour if doing you this. You evolve him from Caterpie. He'll know tackle as well. <laughs> oh, whoa, and, whoa! Game changer. And string shot. Oh god, fucking hell! Jeez, Joel. Metapod. Um, <laughs> my my next one's a bit of a personal one. Uh, Mill tank. Is it is it because of what I think it is? Yep, because of the fucking gym leader that has one. Uh, Whitney, is it? In yeah, Pokemon I think it's Gold Whitney. Silver with yeah. rollout. Oh, fucking rollout, 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 dead. Attract. Fucking, are you, you fucking what, mate? And then, if that wasn't bad enough, and it's like, cool, heal myself. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, okay. I, I can see that. This comes into my, that, that, actually, that, that's a good one for my, uh, whenever being the most angriest at a video game. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> one of those as well. Uh, so, Miltank, uh, <laughs> my last one, uh, and Ben, you'll appreciate this, uh, is... I've got two because I've got a devolution as well. It's Trubbish and Garbodor because oh, it's a fucking trash bag. It is a literal trash bag. Like, oh, if you want to talk about lazy. I was going to say, like, although if we if we are going to be slinging shit at Trubbish and Garbodor, don't forget about Grimer and Muck who were just goo. That's true. Yeah, I guess. But... I'm not saying that Trubbish is better than that, but... You know, but like goo monsters are sort of a thing that have been around. It's like Garbodor and Trubbish are just—they're literal bags of rubbish. Like <laughs> they're actual, actual garbage. They are actual. They are Garbodor, as we affectionately use in uh, 
oh, our conversations we talk about. Some bad Pokemon. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that's for you, Ben. Hope you enjoyed that one. And finally, this week we have our uh, oh, we have a question from our good friend Josh over at OK Games. Uh, good friends of the show helped us through some some stuff when we were trying to get set up and uh, just generally lovely people over there. Um, check them out at okgames.com.au. Uh, and they're on YouTube as well and Facebook. Go and hit them up. Listen to their stuff. Their podcast is great. It's in my weekly rotation. Lovely, lovely guys. Um, so thank you for being so lovely. Uh, but Josh asks us, has there ever been a game that has affected you on a personal level? E.g. traumatic death or loss of a beloved healer and in hindsight you realise you could have just used a phoenix down. Uh, oddly specific. <sighs> She was my white mage, man. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> oh, poor Karen. Okay. Well, do you want to kick this one off then for us? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So I was looking at the question and I was like, oh, I could pick something, but you know, sort of, there's a lot of games that have affected me on a personal level, sort of in a, right. in an outright sad way. Like for the example provided, like the loss of Aerith hit mm-hmm. really hard. Yeah. Uh, there's been other, like just, it's a lot of, a lot of times character deaths. There's stuff in Heavy Rain, but even though narratively and creatively it's sort of a mess, but yeah, struck a chord. Um, even, and so much of the heavy lifting in that game is done by the music as well. Oh, yes. Uh, but I decided instead to go for something that is a bit different. I decided to go with Journey by that game company. Of course. Um, so that's a game that, again, in the typical sense, it didn't quite like immediately or like profoundly affect me like over the span of like a 60 hour journey it's a two hour game basically and yep i remember when i first played it um i was just adventuring around and i met up with some because obviously the the point of that game is the random strangers that you meet and you don't ever find out who they are until the end yeah uh so i was adventuring with them for a while and we got it was just a lot of chirping and happy sand surfing for so long. And then when, yep. you, when you get to the snow mountain and it, you basically start to lose your scarf and your ability to move oh. unless you huddle together for warmth, it, it becomes very hard to progress forward. Anyway, I felt so bad for this because we were sneaking forward through the little, little like cover, pieces of cover provided to hide from the cloth monsters that are flying around and will, if they see you, they'll like dive at you. Yep, and I we were go, we were moving forward, and I got spotted at the last second. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, my friend took the hit for me. Oh, and it was it. I felt so bad. Oh my and he, god! And, he, and we got separated, and just because of again, it was my first time playing it, so I had no idea where I was going. Right. I just never found him. I never saw him again. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's that yeah. is heartbreaking. It was the worst. But then. As sort of like a, I, I got to the end. Like, there's a really like, if you haven't played Journey, what's wrong with you? It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it Austin, is a fantastic. Austin game. Wintery's score just oh yeah is beautiful. The imagery is gorgeous, and it just is so simple. But another time, this was a different thing. It was a similar story though. Like, I thought I got separated from my friend. But I, it turns out, again, they were so far ahead of me when I got there that I, I was going through the super colourful, uplifting music part at the end. And there's a very, at the very end, before you finish the game, 
there's like a little piece of snow where you can like sort of run around and be idiots in. Yep. And I got up there and I again I thought I was alone. I thought my friends had been left behind. Uh-huh. And I freaking I got up there and then I just see my little buddy sitting in the snow and he'd like etched out like a love heart in the snow. Oh my god. It was incredible. And we was we just ran around crazily chirping at each other with wow. the amazing journey chirp sound and it was it was moving. Like that game moves me every time I play it in different yeah. ways. That's uh <sighs> that's a really so good, good answer, dude. That's a really good answer. My mine's uh jeez. What if that game company doing? Of... Give me give me your yeah, next man. game. Um that is a solid answer. Uh I don't know, mine's mine's a bit pales in comparison after that. Um uh, so I, I decided I, I have a couple. One that uh, I played recently, and it's sort of still fresh in my mind, so I thought I'd, I'd go with that one first, uh, which was Gone Home. I'd never played Gone Home. I had heard about what Gone Home was about, which unfortunately, it didn't ruin the experience for me. Well, that's good. Um, I still really enjoyed the game, and I still got really engrossed in it. Um, I would have liked to have had... I'm not going to say anything else, but I would have liked to have had that reveal to have been the thing um a bit of surprise for me and it wasn't which sucks but that's a bummer because um, it's a it's a pretty good reveal it is yeah it's really good but that game still made me cry manly tears at the end of that i did i i, I played it in one sitting i sat down in the afternoon it was like a saturday afternoon i had nothing else on um, my wife was having a nap and i was like i'm just gonna i'm it went out for playstation plus and i'm like i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna play this game i'm gonna play gone home and I played through it, and I just I think playing it in one sitting as well. If you're going to play it, play it in one sitting. It'll only take you, I think, maybe three hours, four hours, if that. It's not very long. Maybe even two hours. Um, and you just sit in a nice room by yourself, sit and play it and enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, just getting to the end of that, I yeah, it, it struck an emotional chord with me, very much so. And I'm not going to say anything else about it because, which is why I picked another one. Um, but I felt like I wanted to touch on that just because it it was the most recent one that actually had that effect on me, and a really strong effect as well. Um, but the last one uh, that I feel like I had a really I got and again from the ending of the game, and I'm I'm going to talk about this game in depth uh, and the ending of it. So if you haven't played it, tune out now. It is The Last of Us. Um, but I mean, it's been out for ages now. So if you haven't played it again, what's wrong with you? Um, but the ending of that game, where you know you, you this whole thing building up to the, the Ali is the 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 cure. She is the cure to whatever's happened in this world, and she you find out basically that you can't they can't get the cure without basically operating on her and killing her. And Joel doesn't want a part of that. And so he basically busts her out of there, kills a whole bunch of people, busts her on out. Uh, and when she comes to in the car, she she asks Joel, was like, why why did we st- why didn't why didn't we stay? Why I was the cure. And Joel flat out lies to her and says, They had other people, it's fine. And she said, Are you sure? And he looks at her and just goes, Yep, yes, I'm sure. Like basically, and that's the game. It ends there, and oh man, 
With Philosopher, she could even have just said the start. Oh, yeah, that, that the start of that game oh. as well, yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, just thinking back to the end of that game, I was, I was trying to think of games where I just had a reaction where I literally just had my head in my hands just, like, like on my forehead going, wow, like, what? What an absolute masterpiece. Well, and I I feel like that is why I don't... I know it's going to happen, but I don't want a Last of Us 2. I don't Because that game it. ends on such a fucking brilliant note. Um, and I know I know uh, we, we've talked before about your issues with it, and it's and there's a, it's a very valid well, issue. It's only one I, issue. It's just that one part, yeah. that one part that I don't think should have been gameplay, although I can see why it is. Yep. It just... that Otherwise, it's... Uh, it would have been Naughty Dog's best game if it wasn't yep. for the new Uncharted. It, yeah, absolutely. It was until Uncharted Four came out, but that 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 oh, just such a ballsy ending again. And, and so of, divisive as well. A lot of the stuff in that game, especially in the cutscenes, like I remember very distinctly that the cutscene that got to me the most in that whole game is the one where Ellie runs off. Oh, and Joel yes. tracks her down to the house, and they have that really intense discussion. And I think Joel has like that one line, which is like, um, I think it's like you're treading on thin ice or something like that. Yep. And the way that Troy Baker delivers it, oh, it's so good. Yeah. That scene is incredible. There's so many of those scenes, but the best part about that game is it's not doom and gloom the whole way through. There are some really great comedic and lighthearted moments in there. Not like super laugh out loud. I don't know, know, man. If you if you like puns, Ellie's got you covered. And I do. That's why I loved it. Um, but yeah, I think that's the one that definitely I look back as one of the most. Apart from games we've spoken about before, because it was like you know, Metal Gear Solid Three as well was another one. But I've already spoken about that, so I wanted to pick something new that uh, I haven't spoken about a lot yet. Look, man, like you were worried about your answer not being good. That was a good answer. Thanks, man. The main that's really good. The main thing I was going for with my journey one is that that's a game that like you can always pick up and play, and no matter how shitty you're feeling, like yep. journey just is like. Hey man, you're not alone. There's other people out yeah. there. Yeah, you don't, you don't know who they are. They're strangers, but it's all good, good. Philosophy on life. And I, look, hey, you know what? That is a nice way to end the episode. It is. It's is a good place to end it. We've ended it on a nice, warm and fuzzy. We talked about some some heavy stuff there, but then when we've ended on a nice episode, like a nice ending. Zelda. Okay, my cat's just ruined it. She's yeah. playing with a headphone cord. Classic cat um, behavior. Oh, yeah. She's sitting right next to me now, and she's just pouring at my headphones cable. So, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, well, Joel, do you want to take us out? Am I taking it out this week? Is yeah. it my turn? I don't okay. know, man. I can't remember whose <laughs> turn it is this week. Um, all right. Well, as always, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Dialogue Options. You can find us on Twitter, at Dialogue Options. You can find me, at Jolly Mac, on Twitter. You can find Kyron at Lemon Man X. Love it. We're getting better at that. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can also find us on YouTube. We've been a little bit quiet on there at the moment. We're still trying to find some stuff to uh, to record. I'm going to try and maybe do some next week. Look, there's lots, we'll coming, there's lots coming out in the next two weeks. So. Yeah, I think we should probably we'll probably do something in Hyperlight Drifter, maybe, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, go over there and check out the stuff we put up there if you haven't already. Um, and if you've got any questions, please. Write to us at uh, on our Facebook page, on Twitter, or you can email us at uh, on uh, not at on uh, dialogueoptions at gmail dot com. Uh, and as always, our lovely, amazingly cool theme song by Azura Flux, Strike Witches, Get Bitches. Uh, go and check them out. 
Google them, search them up. We've got links on our on our um, on our various pages for them. Uh, and uh, until next week, we'll uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>